Welcome back to the newest episode of the Hot Hangout Podcast, episode 31 coming your way. And it is a very special one today for several reasons, but primarily because we have officially welcomed on uh, Gibbo as our name to be decided producer, executive producer role to the podcast, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into a little bit uh, getting maybe to know Gibbo just a little bit better with some Star Wars related questions. But uh, before we get into that, Joey, what's going on? How are you? I am doing really well. I am super excited for this episode with uh, bringing on the one, the only Gibbo. And for those who don't know, Gibbo has been really supporting us from the start, you know, helping us out with these overlays. Um, whenever we do reaction videos, he's actually the one that cuts them because it's super late in the evening for us. And it's really, er you know, not early in the morning, but he's in, on the other side of the pond. He's the one so, that made uh, that that asset. Actually, all of these assets, but yeah, the, just everything you see. Yeah, <laughs> everything you see here is is Gibbo. So uh, we finally had a discussion, and we uh, wanted to have him. You know, he he offered, and we accepted to help us out. You know, live on these podcast episodes. So if you are watching on YouTube, you're going to see exactly what we're talking about. Uh, we're hoping for a, a much better uh, show for you guys. And yeah, without further ado, I think it's time to say what's up to our friend Gibbo. I was going to say, that's too much love. Come on, boys. <laughs> we are, we are like, I, we were, we were going through stuff before we started the podcast. Gibbo was showing Joey and I, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is like so professional looking. This is awesome. <laughs> so uh, for any of you that are audio only podcast listeners out there, uh, definitely check out the YouTube channel this week, especially and and further weeks going forward, because uh, the visual product of the podcast definitely is going to look way cooler now than uh, than it did in previous weeks. So, uh, yeah, super uh, big welcome to Gibbo. And we wanted to officially welcome Gibbo as well by asking him uh, a question or two. A, maybe if you have a favorite Star Wars memory uh, of your entire life, what that would be. And then, of course, what is your favorite Star Wars movie if you have one? Okay, well, it's probably going to be rolled into one basically just watching uh, A New Hope. And when I was young, staying at a friend's house at a sleepover and and, uh, and they chucked on that and I was like, wow, I need more. And yeah, <laughs> ever since, been a fan. Not not in depth as you guys, but, uh, you know, I, I love it. It's, it's a cool universe. Definitely so. So your your core memory is where it all started. Absolutely. I think that's something I'm I'm very envious of. Something that I know Joey and I have talked about before that... Wait, I mean, wait, you, what, what was your core memory again? I can't remember that. <laughs> what was the core memory episode? My two? core memory? Yeah, was that the first core memory? I can't Unfortunately, <laughs> my core Star Wars memory is the Battle of Geonosis. I think oh, the Battle of Geonosis I mean, is, is, I think people hate on episode two too much. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still probably my least favorite prequel, but that is my, my core Star Wars memory. I mean, watch, watching Yoda flip around. Battle Geonosis with all the Jedi's. I mean, it was pretty cool. It was the first time you've seen all. That. I know, right? It's a it's a cinematic moment. In yeah, Star Wars history. But uh, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> right, we love we, we, we love it. Producing, get on with the show, boys. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gibbo. Yes, and that's well, Gibbo. That's Gibbo. Once again, a uh, huge, huge welcome to uh, Gibbo, and and much thanks for uh, everything. Not only that he has done to create uh, such a visually stunning version of the podcast today and moving forward, but also for uh, what Julia was talking about for all the 
the things he's done to make the podcast uh, what it is, including all the assets and the reaction videos. So uh, much love and big shout out to Gibbo. You're very welcome. And uh, moving forward on with what we're going to be talking about today, uh, we most recently on Monday night it was, we did our first ever, if you didn't catch it, we had a live stream here on the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel. And uh, it was it was quite fun. Although I will say, we had a little bit of a snag at the beginning because we, all my fault, we had to wait over an hour for a patch to install. But once we got it installed, uh, I enjoyed the game quite a bit. I think Joey's probably put maybe six to eight hours in. Is that right? Yeah. Joey? Well, and yeah. I'm so more like the two to three hour range. Yeah. I mean, I, I well, let's first ask you this: Did you finish Fallen Order yet, or did you have you gone have you finished that game yet? So I I played Fallen Order originally. Gosh, what would it have? I guess what year did that 20, come out? 2019. 20, 2019. Yeah. And this this sounds so bad to say because I know I've seen the end scene mm-hmm. and I know I've seen the scene where, you know, Vader with the lightsaber uh, where he puts it through the, I guess she would be an ex Inquisitor at that point. Um, but I don't know if I played it or I watched someone do a playthrough <laughs> of it, as bad as yeah. that sounds. So uh, I ended up finishing Fallen Order the Monday before. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Jedi Survivor came out, and man, it was such a good game. <laughs> um, I, 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 and we've talked about this before, Ben. I'm not very good with story mode games. I'll, I'll play it for a good like couple of weeks, and then just completely forget about it for months, maybe years, to be honest. And then so when Survivor came out, I was like, oh, when Survivor was coming out, I'm like, all right, I got to finish Fallen Order. I got to finish Fallen Order. Um, ended up finishing it on Monday. I did it on the second to lowest difficulty just because I wanted to get through it. I think it's a Jedi, I want to say it's the Jedi Knight, um, mm-hmm. Jedi Knight setting there. So finish it on, on that Monday and it was super fun. Um, but yeah, the, the ending is really good. I mean, there ends up being, for those who don't know anything about Fallen Order, this, you may want to skip here, <laughs> but for the, um, yeah, like as you said, you know, Vader kind of pops out at the end, surprisingly, uh, ends up killing the the Inquisitor. I guess that's I think she is still an Inquisitor at that point. Um, I think so. Anyway, um, that that you fight at the the last battle and you end up, you know, befriending a night sister, which I thought was really cool on Dathomir. Um, and so there's a lot there's a lot of fun stuff about um, Fallen Order. So if you haven't played that yet, go and play that. I haven't finished the book yet. There's a Jedi Battle Scars book that happens, I think, shortly before the Jedi Survivor um, game. So I'm I'm still reading on that. But yeah, I've got about six hours into Jedi Survivor at this moment. And we had, yeah, it's just a visually stunning game. As long as it can actually run on your system. I think that was the problem that a lot of people had, including us. Uh, we had to dial back the the vi- the uh, video settings quite a bit, uh, especially because us because we're streaming, so that takes up sure. additional resources and stuff like that. So um, I have not played it off stream, so I'm not quite sure if it'll perform any differently there. But I mean, to give an idea, on the day that I streamed it um, for my channel, there was uh, a patch that actually came. I was actually playing a game with Gibbo. I was playing Fortnite with Gibbo, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, I was playing a game with Gibbo, and all of a sudden, I was dropping frames. Everything was going crazy on the game on Fortnite. I come to, I, I check my task manager, and I come to find out that Steam, 
that's how I bought uh, Jedi Survivor was re-downloading the game. <laughs> um, I had downloaded the game being survived. Jedi and it's Survivor. not a small download either. <laughs> it's not a small download. So um, the first time I downloaded the game, they allowed you to download it a couple days early. So I think I downloaded the 150 gigs on Wednesday <laughs> or something like that. And then so on Thursday night at 11 p.m. our time is when the game was supposed to go live. At that time, it released another like huge patch. I, I, they essentially replaced the 150 gigs with a, like another 122 gig file or whatever. So I had to just sit there and wait for a little bit. I threw a little bit of words on stream. I made it work. But um, eventually uh, I got it to, to run. And I kind of ran into the same thing as you, Ben, where things were, weren't like rendering properly and it kind of was kind of wonky but then eventually it kind of all smooth smoothed out and it started working so um but yeah if you get a chance to play it it's i mean we're, we're like i said we're pretty early into the game and hopefully we continue our playthrough over the next couple of weeks but yeah if you get to see the game i mean really early on you know there's shots of coruscant on there that's amazing there's just the the cut scenes are beautiful uh, every detail that you could see. I, there's a moment actually in the game where you, if you're running too much, his hair actually gets a little disheveled. <laughs> and I, initially, I thought it was because it was a glitch, like it, something was wrong. If if that happens, he actually stops and then fixes his hair. So, oh, so wow. it's like it's like actually part of the game, which I think is hilarious. So, um, yeah, and we're just looking a little bit at the trailer here. I mean, it's, you could just tell they put so much work into it uh, visually. And um, the gameplay is a lot more fun. There's a couple of new things that you can do. Uh, and uh, one of the things I really enjoy is that it doesn't, you don't necessarily forget anything you learned from the Fallen Order game. Like some of the skills that you learn from there, they carry over to Survivor, which I appreciate. And then, of course, there are a couple of more uh, skills. So, yeah, it's just a. I, I've, I've had so much fun playing it, it and I, I, yeah, and I could. In when we streamed it on Monday, I think it was just a, a ton of fun just talking about things while we were, uh, while you were playing through it. Yeah, I think I appreciate the fact that it doesn't feel like how as as the main protagonist regresses skill wise from Fallen Order to Survivor. Uh, I, I think in previous games, I'm trying to think of another franchise like Batman. The Batman games are another example of a skill tree game where I think a lot of the times. Like, they would add new stuff, but you would still have to re-learn some of the mm -hmm. skills that you already did from previous games. So it's cool to kind of see the inclusion of how, like, not regressing from right. Fallen Order to Survivor, like you were mentioning. Uh, I had a really good time playing it so far. Again, we're really early on. We're only through the, like, the Coruscant first uh, little segment of the game. Or at least I am. I think you're one segment further than I am. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to that, as we're seeing. There's the a Rancor. The Rancor fight, I think that's going to be so much fun. I yeah. I may or may not have been watching a stream a couple days ago. Um, I think it was Tim the Tapman. And I saw he was playing Jedi Survivor. I was like, what? That's crazy. I didn't think Tim would be playing it. Yeah. He played it for nine hours oh in one my day. Gosh. And I just Look happened to like click on his stream, and he was fighting a Rancor. And I was like, oh, this looks so cool. <laughs> can, we, can we just become full-time streamers and make this our, our lifeline job? I mean, yeah. Because that would be so fun just to play Jedi Survivor on like a Wednesday to like for like yeah. 10 hours. Yeah. I, I think, what did we say? The game in total is a 25 hour game or how long did we Some, say it I was? think that's, I think that's, I think that's right. I think that was, I think Jedi Fallen Order was closer to like 20 or 18 or something like that. And yeah. Um, 
survivor was about 25 or so so yeah it's just it's definitely uh definitely a, a, a good long game that you can get through and i mean that's probably from beginning to end without all of the cool little features that you know if you look on if you look on google and search search on some things that you can do there's some funny things that uh that you can do within the game that are little easter eggs for uh for you all oh really cool mm-hmm. i will say i have to embrace uh my my dark side of the force here for like 10 seconds and say if there's one thing i would change i think you know what i'm gonna say because on monday i felt like i I watched back our vod of our live stream and i was like man i was complaining about this one thing for way too long oh, yeah, I was, yeah yeah that's right it was so if if you've never played uh survivor basically there's there's a health meter as you would expect on any enemy but then there's also like a, is it called a force meter? Or what is the other one called? Yeah, like a force meter, essentially, that you get on, right. on yours. And so before... Oh, you're you talking about can, for the op- opponents you're talking about. For the about. opponents, yeah. It's like a blocking stamina type of... Yeah, yeah a stamina bar yeah. or something. So before you can deplete any of the health, you have to fully deplete their stamina bar. And I swear I played like 10 minutes of the game. And I was like, why can I not get them to lose health? <laughs> And then I think you may have finally, like, you realized what I wasn't understanding, and you told me, like, oh, that makes so much more sense. But then on some of the boss fights, like, that mechanic makes it really difficult, because Mm -hmm. you only have a certain, like, window of time. Uh, Anyways, that was something... Before they regain regain that stamina again. Right, exactly. So, I've already done one boss fight, and I definitely struggled a little bit. And I think I was playing on that same, whatever, Mm -hmm. not the easiest difficulty, but the one right like one level up from that Uh, i think there's what four difficulties i think there's four yeah like grandmaster is the highest grandmaster jedi or something is the is the highest yeah right so like on a scale of one to four four being the hardest like we were playing on two and i was like how am i supposed to do this (laughs) so it's a fun game don't get me wrong and i think i'll get more adjusted to the stamina mechanic as i keep playing it but uh definitely provided a challenge for me i guess i'll say that check out the the vod of of our first live stream i guess if you yeah, haven't but maybe not the first like 15 minutes of it when we're troubleshooting <laughs> no, it's like, it like, it like an hour yeah that was the funniest <laughs> part of our vod was that like for the first 10 minutes i could hear joey but no one else could and so like joey's like saying stuff to me and i'm like responding and laughing and it's funny on the vod because it sounds like i'm a crazy person because it just sounds like i'm like talking with myself <laughs> Yeah, and of course Gibbo was in the chat, and he said, "You know, you you know, would be good right about now." Yeah, yeah. As a as a director, yeah, we we live troubleshooted uh, with the help of Gibbo, and we're able to figure it out. But anyways, um, looking forward to more uh, playing of Jedi Survivor, and uh, see, I have been trying really hard to avoid spoilers for the for the end of Mm -hmm. this game. By the way, same same. Anytime I see something remotely, I'm like, nah, I can't read that. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. Gotta go into the rest of the game clean with no knowledge of what happened. Yeah, so on Twitter, they always show like the the trending, you know, trending terms or whatever. Whenever I see anything Star Wars related that could be, like I saw like Darth Vader like pop up once. I'm like, nope, I don't care. You know what? Normally I would be clicking here, but I don't know. Maybe that's Darth Vader in there. I don't, you know. So yeah, I, yeah. I I'm, I've been avoiding it like that just because like that last that first that last time when I got spoiled by uh. Uh, before an episode of Mandalorian, who there was a, a an appearance there as our friend Zeb, mm. and I got uh, got a little spoiled there. So you did have that um, spoiled for you, didn't you? Yeah, that was not fun. To be fair, when you told me that you got something spoiled for you, 
I thought it, I mean, Zeb being in the episode was really cool. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be something like fundamentally game changing for the show. Right, yeah. And I was like, what did Joey see? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, wasn't quite that. Yeah. Wasn't quite that huge. Yeah. If you had to get something spoiled, I guess it could have been a lot worse. But mm -hmm. that is kind of a fun thing to be upset that got spoiled because you're like, oh, I don't get the surprise of seeing him in the episode. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I guess kind of shifting gears from uh, Fallen Order and Survivor and the world of, of Star Wars video games, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to some Star Wars video game stuff here in a bit. Um, but now that we're kind of more removed from the end of the third season of The Mandalorian, um, I guess what has been your perception of not only your own, but kind of the, the pulse of the fans the pulse of the Star Wars community. How are people feeling about season three? Maybe mm -hmm. more importantly, how are people feeling about season four uh, and just kind of their overall vibe with where things are at with the Mandalorian? I think it's uh, just as the Star Wars fans always do. They just split right down the middle and divide. <laughs> um, yeah. The, oftentimes. I mean, there's, there is a good portion of the people that have the same thoughts as that you and I had where the finale was was fun it was nice but it was it was all tied up in a very very you know it was all tied up right at the end it could have easily ended ended the series there and you know like you and i think i've heard people several people say the same thing that you said it, it's it was a safe ending mm -hmm. um and on the other side of it there were people that are just upset you know with kind of the the arc of of Din Djarin and Grogu where they kind of took a, you know, step back or, you know, step aside when Bo-Katan came in, you know, there was, it really, she ended up really dry, you know, uh, driving this series for a long time for a good portion of the, of the season, really um, where I didn't have a problem with it. I think you and I have, you know, kind of really grown to love Bo-Katan even more so yeah. than, than where she was in the Clone Wars. Um, and just to kind of see that in live action, it's always really cool. And yeah, so I, so unfortunately, yeah, we're going to still have these, you know, dividing, dividing thoughts, these dividing, um, opinions within the Star Wars fandom. I, I don't, or maybe not, maybe it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if something that's considered art, you know, that, you know, what this is all is, it's going to be interpreted differently by different people. So, um, fortunately, uh, you know, I think you and I are more of the, I am enjoying all of this. So whatever you give me, I will like for the most part. Um, sure. I'll have things that, you know, and, and with them being an eight episode season, then there's the whole idea of, well, you can't have like the, what they considered filler episodes, for instance, the Jack Black Lizzo episode and things like that, <laughs> where, we thought it was fun. I thought I had a great time watching that, you know, um, the Scooby-Doo episode, you know, who knew that we <laughs> needed that in our star Wars. Uh, so yeah, it was definitely, it's definitely exactly what I expect. We, we would expect the star Wars fandom to be, um, people liking it, people not liking it. And yeah, that's just star Wars for you. <laughs> Can I tell you a really fun, quick story about the, the Jack Black Lizzo thing. Mm-hmm. So tonight, uh, I work with kids, and so on Wednesday evenings we have uh, gatherings with 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 large groups of kids. And um, tonight, I overheard two of them having a conversation about the Mandalorian, and uh, one of them was like, "Did you guys know that Jack Black and Lizzo were in season three of the Mandalorian?" And 
And this person hadn't even seen, neither of them had seen it this season. Mm. And so then I kind of chimed in. I was like, yeah, you guys know they're married in that show. And they're like, what? That is so weird. Right. I was right. like, oh, that's funny. I'll have to bring that up. But yeah, I, um, definitely some filler episodes. Maybe perhaps the Jack Black and Lizzo episode being the, the chief culprit there. But um, I guess overall, like a pretty underwhelming season i guess that's fair to say but not not I, I wouldn't go as far to say disappointing right um i think a lot of people would like you said kind of that division of being 50 50 split down the middle uh i don't i don't know i feel like like more i don't know if it's 50 50 i feel like more people are like as it's kind of setting in and sinking in and people are getting more excited for you know, all the May the 4th stuff, which at the time of this recording, uh, it is like less than an hour away from May the 4th. So happy, happy May the 4th to all you East Coasters out there. Uh, it's already it's already May the 4th for for Gibbo, actually. That's right. Yeah. Lucky. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of I, I think as we move towards these other shows, uh, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, uh, Visions coming out uh, in a few hours from now. I think people are kind of getting to the point with Mando where they're just like, it is what it is. Uh, and the fact that we get these other shows in the pipeline, I think makes it a little bit easier to let go of any frustration you have with anything mm -hmm. that you've seen, which honestly is a big reason why there was so much hate um, for, for a lot of the sequel stuff. Because, I, I, you know, it ends... And it's like, well, we don't get anything else for two years, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And then it's just like this level of frustration that, that you're not going to have more of that thing that you want. Whereas now it's like, oh, okay, we wait a couple weeks and we get more Star Wars content, you know? <laughs> right, right. We're, we're pretty spoiled now, I, I will say. But I'm fine with um, Another kind of interesting thing that happened with the Mandalorian, uh, related to the Mandalorian, I guess, uh, I believe it was over the weekend, I want to say, when this quote came out uh, from Tamora Morrison, which, if you don't know who that is, uh, he is the original actor in the prequel series for um, for Jango Fett, and then later on would reprise sort of the, the same role, in quotation marks, uh, for Boba Fett, who is technically Jango Fett's son, but of course they're clones, so he's going to look the same. Uh, played the role of Boba Fett in the recent show, The Book of Boba Fett, and in many ways got very overshadowed by The Mandalorian in his own show, um, which is kind of just background information and knowledge that if you didn't know, it's kind of important to know that to maybe better interpret this quote that he had recently over the past few days. Um, for those of you watching the, the video version of the podcast, you can see it on the screen, but if you're listening to the audio version, the quote was, I was supposed to be in The Mandalorian Season 3, but nobody rang me. I was waiting for the phone call in New Zealand, waiting and wanting to give up. Well, that Mando guy stole a few chapters of my book. It was painful watching him turn up with some black new lethal sword, of course, meaning the Darksaber. And the way he turned up in my book of Boba, he just destroyed everybody. I'm sure this guy is uh, ruining my show. But I couldn't say anything. I'm not the writer, so I have to bear it, I guess. I think there's a few changes going on. We also come under the big umbrella known as disney now too so it's one of my so it's one of many previous few conversations we had in la the dialogue began like oh look we're having a few changes we're having a few cutbacks and while you hear that on the different finish of the 
road. It's no good attempting to barter any more cash that's for positives. So we'll see what occurs. I feel like that last paragraph of his statement was like kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. But but I think there's there's definitely some truth in some yeah. of the things he's saying. Like right. like he has this show. It's called The Book of Boba Fett. The whole show is supposed to be about him. And there's literally not one, but I think two full episodes of that show where it's basically just Mando season 2.5 where, you know, there's like Luke and Ahsoka and Grogu. (laughs) And you're like, this is like so cool. But what does it have to do with Book of Boba Fett? Um, And and maybe this is just a larger conversation that we need to have about Book of Boba Fett that my favorite episode was was the one where he was in at the least because it was, you know, it was Luke and it was Grogu and it was Ahsoka. It was all this cool stuff that, that was coming into the episode. Um, not that the show is bad. I think Book of Boba gets a bad rap. I think a lot of people really hate it on this show. Um, I didn't love it by any means, but I think it does get too much hate. It, again, it goes back to what we were saying. Like, If there's ever something you're not fully satisfied with, it doesn't feel like it leaves as bad of a taste in your mm-hmm. mouth as, as it used to because now we just have so much hours content all the time that it's like you can just look to the next thing um but yeah like the fact that he was expecting to be in this season of mandalorian uh, and then i guess never received a phone call right is is very surprising and for those that also don't know tomorrow morrison is not just like an actor who is in star wars he is a star wars fan and he cares a lot about the character of jango and boba especially and so um to hear him, someone who's been a part of the Star Wars universe for, gosh, uh, I guess, what would it be now? 20, over 20 years. Over 20 years, yeah. Yeah, because I guess his, the first film he was in was Attack of the Clones, which would have been in 2002. Um, so to, to hear this from someone who is a key integral piece of what we know as Star Wars, he does not really hold back here too much and kind of throws a little mm-hmm. bit of shade at Disney in the process. Sure. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, did you have any other thoughts about his quote or just the harshness of it, if any? I think the uh, one thing we have to note is that, yeah, the the book of Boba Fett, as far as all of the other TV series that have come out from Disney for Star Wars, probably, in my eyes, is probably the least successful one (laughs) as far as, um, you know, customer ratings, I guess, or viewer ratings, you know. It definitely and, is, and, yeah. and, mo- and most likely the best episodes, like you said, are the ones that he's not in. So um, I, I feel like they were not set for success um, mm-hmm. because they didn't fully. You got to go fully invested in Book of Boba Fett. The, the biggest thing that they got wrong, I mean, not the biggest thing they got wrong, but. You got to remember, there are fans out there from 1977 who have been waiting so long for a Boba yeah. Fett anything. You know, it's not my Boba, <laughs> exactly. You know, and um, where where we had that with Luke, right mm-hmm. in in Last Jedi and the and the sequels, sequel trilogy. This, I mean, Boba was even more so because he had what one two lines in all of the original trilogy, and. Yeah. Very and people, pe- yeah, people have been just salivating for more boba, you know, and this is what they got. I mean, I, I could see how they can be upset about it, and I, I feel bad. And 
And I mean, when he because he popped up in Mandalorian, right? Wasn't that his first like the first time we saw him was in Mandalorian season two? Is that uh, yeah? Right? At the end, at the yeah, end yeah. of season two, yeah. So we have all these hopes, like oh, now there's gonna be a book of Boba Fett. It's gonna be great. And then and then somewhere along the lines, and I think what he says there is interesting. Um, that there were just changes being made, you know, either by Disney or whatever. You, you know, you had that theory that. Maybe Grogu wasn't supposed to be around for you know for these this long in Mandalorian, but we they saw how much they could sell now because of Grogu. They're like, yep, we'll just throw him in all the seasons now, you know. Yeah. And and maybe that's and he was a victim to that, you know. He was a victim to Disney seeing them dollar signs and saying, oh, you know what? Let's throw Mandalorian in the middle of this. In this, <laughs> like, oh well, where does that fit? I don't know. Just. We'll just—it's just like that one episode. What, what was the episode in Mandalorian where it was? Um, was it the TED Talks one with Pershing, and then like there was like a random <laughs> Mandalorian thing at the end? I think I, 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 know, I yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they're—I think they're—they are guilty of doing that. They're—they're they're trying to just throw things in there just to be like, oh yeah, you know, this this is important uh, also for the series. But then they just kind of, yeah. Then then they're, they they. They've dug a, a hole for themselves because now you got to keep keep Grogu around. Now you've got to get Mandalorian and the Mandalorian din and everything that you can. So I, I think I think that's that's just what we're seeing is just the after effects of all that. And I feel bad for him. And you could tell. And like you said, he's a huge fan. He's been part of this franchise for a very long time. To to come back to this, I could see. I don't blame him for having the tone that he did in that quote. Yeah, I feel like this just warrants a larger discussion on Book of Boba Fett also in general. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that show is kind of doomed either way. Because on one hand, the show was kind of already rocky in the sense that it felt like it was departing from who people thought Boba should have been as a character. Right. And then when it got to the point where they had probably already lost that part of the crowd, they were like, well, this doesn't seem to be working, and we want Grogu in season three, so let's just throw these two episodes in. Yeah, right, right. And so it was like, not only did you kind of not do the character justice, but then you also just abandoned the character after you thought, well, this isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, we could, we could revisit Book of Boba sometime, maybe before season two comes out. I don't even know if that's confirmed, is it? I I've not heard any news on Book of Boba Fett. I mean, yeah. if if there was, he probably wouldn't have said any of this. <laughs> yeah, now it might even be even more up in the air if he's not on good, you know, level, you know, good footing with uh with the producers or with Disney or with John Favreau or whoever it is. Uh that'll be something to watch. I I if I had to guess I would hope we we get a second season of Book of Boba, but I just think there would have to be a ton of changes, and mm-hmm. it it may not even be worth the the headache of going through it if it ends up not being what mm-hmm. we want out of it. So I don't know; it'll be interesting to see. But more Morrison, uh, definitely, definitely not holding back the punches with with that latest quote from right. from this past weekend, um, which also brings us to our our next point, uh, kind of in the same realm of just you know, people being frustrated in regards to uh, situations and and uh, everything going on in the world of television. Uh, there is a writer's strike currently going on uh, in in the Hollywood-verse. 
And I, I honestly and admittedly don't know a ton of information in regards to why exactly. I mean, I assume obviously financial compensation mm-hmm. is, is a big piece of this, um, mm-hmm. but how it originated or anything like that. I, what I do know is from an article I read about late night hosts, uh, writers, you know, striking from all the late night shows. So if you're wondering why there's no late night shows this week, uh, there's a writer's strike currently going mm-hmm. on in Hollywood. But uh, in regards to how this might affect Star Wars, I guess the main question we have to ask is how how long does a writer's strike usually go for? Right, yeah. I mean, the the one that happened in 07 or 08, I can't remember how, how what year it was. That went for like 100 days. So wow. it's, it, could, it could be pretty significant, you know. Um, I don't know the exact numbers around, you know, how much each studio is losing based, you know, each day and all that. But um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a lot of it is is um is around like streaming like the the compensation they receive for, for you know for these streaming you know platforms that they write for and the also the the worry about ai kind of taking over chat gpt you know that's that's all the new rage mm. and and having that to maybe be like a supplemental type of writer for some of these shows so i think that's 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 kind of the worries that's that's kind of where it all stems from but yeah, I mean, yeah, so if we're talking 100 days, you know, that could that could really push back quite a bit of production. I mean, we I don't know how far they are into the movies that we had that we mentioned at for celebration of three movies. Um obviously things like Ahsoka, things like Visions and, you know, all that's said and done. Right. But things like, like the Acolyte, Andor season 2, Acolyte Andor season yeah. 2, right. Acolyte season 2. Uh, uh Acolyte um Andor season 2, Skeleton Crew. Um, those are those are things that are probably be affected. Like I said, I don't know where they all are in the production of theirs, but um, yeah, I mean that that that's in. So that's what's going to be affected from the Star Wars world. Um, we, you know, we're going to have to be waiting a little bit longer. But fortunately, right, we still have Ahsoka. You know, up you know up coming soon. So that is in what what's the countdown on that in August, right? Yeah, so, we're probably about four. No, sorry, three months. Well, I guess we don't have an exact date, but yeah, yeah, at earliest, let's say three, three, four months, right? So that that's around the ninety hundred days, right? So, um, assuming it goes that long, that's you know we have that to kind of hold us over, and you know for anyone who needs their Star Wars fix, there's plenty of books, comic books, there's video games. Honestly, there, you know, Star Wars fans can get by if if they really needed some some new to them Star Wars content, but. Um, as far as the TV shows, the movies, um, it's yeah, it's it's going to be all on hold for a little while, and it's from the articles that I read, it it's going to be one of these significant, you know, longer strikes that may happen, and um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. I I I don't know, I've never been on on any of these types of issues or these uh like strikes or anything like that. So, uh, but I got a feel for them. I got a feel for these writers. I mean these. These these studios are making billions and billions of dollars, and if they if they can't spread that love around, of course, you know they're gonna eventually have to put their foot. The, the little guy is gonna have to put their foot down eventually. And um, I can't believe I'm saying writers from <laughs> studios are other little guys, but they are. You know, these executives sure, are making compared to the companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The companies and the executives are making mad bank, and where these writers, it sounds like they're not happy. I mean, these are the ones that are making these shows. You know, these you know. So you gotta you gotta make sure that they're happy. Yeah. Well, hopefully the resolution comes about sooner than later. 
hopefully it's less than 100 days this time, but I guess that uh, remains to be seen. Uh, something we are definitely going to be touching on for probably a good portion of the rest of, of this podcast uh, is the fact that, as previously mentioned, tomorrow or today, at probably at the time of your listening or watching to uh, watching this or listening to this, uh, is May the 4th. So I guess I should first of all start off by saying, uh, May the 4th be with you. Happy, May Happy Star 4th. Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. Exactly, yes. Um, not only is it Star Wars Day, but we're also getting the release of a couple uh, new and, and potentially some also interesting uh, <laughs> things on, on May the 4th. Uh, and then maybe even a couple surprise announcements. Hopefully, I'm hoping we get an Ahsoka release date. We'll talk about that maybe at the very end of the podcast today. Uh, but some of the things we are definitely getting here in about two, three hours at the time of this recording from now um, is v Vision Season 2, which as we've talked about, mainly as uh, probably I've gone on too long about uh, several times, is what I'm really excited for. Probably besides Ahsoka, what I'm most excited for actually um, having loved Vision Season 1, which came out, I feel like it was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Does that sound about right? Uh, no, I think it was It was definitely before it, because I had a friend oh, was over. was it? <laughs> I okay. had a friend over, so it was definitely before. I don't remember the uh, the date of it, but it was definitely time, before time, it. Time ceases to be understandable with the past two or three years. So, yeah, I guess Visions may have even been as far back as 2019. Does that sound maybe a little yeah, bit more possible, accurate? Yeah. Um, we're getting a bunch of new shorts with Vision Season 2. With, with Season 1, there was some that hit and some that missed. Uh, but for the most part, any Star Wars content is, is is great content. Any new content is content I look forward to watching. Uh, and, and a quick note on Visions as well. I think we, we talked about this. I can't remember if it was on our last podcast or our live stream. Um, but I think that the reason I get really excited about Visions is because I know because it is not canonical, Everyone has uh, mm -hmm. it doesn't have that chance of like completely botching and messing up something in the lore of the world of Star Wars. Because right. each each studio that makes each episode individually is its own creative uh, masterpiece that they have singularly worked on with probably a little bit of oversight because it's still Star Wars, but like. Sure. It doesn't matter if a character like you know be because they're all original care i would assume all these episodes are going to have all original characters mm -hmm. uh, that are just kind of they're telling these stories they're brand new original for the first time uh some of these shots we're seeing right now are are really enticing uh anytime we get some lightsaber stuff i'm like oh my goodness this looks great i think it's is it 10 or 12 that we're getting i think it's 10 right yeah i think it's probably 10. Uh, Either way, I am debating on staying up to watch these tonight. <laughs> Legitimately, I I might just stay up, watch the ones that have the lightsabers in the in the thumbnail. <laughs> in the thumbnails, yes. Uh, man, I don't know if I should do that. I don't know if I want to get the best ones out of the way to start off. But well, you don't uh, know that. You don't know if those are to be the best. You true, know, you that's never know. fair. That's fair. We loved we loved Andor. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, great point. Great point. <laughs> Um, something else we're we're also going to be getting tomorrow is a uh, kind of a uh, more on the children's line of things, which we've also talked about. It's called Young Jedi Adventures. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a few shorts uh, for yeah. this show that are also have been available, I think, for a few weeks now on Disney Plus. I think there's five or six of them, and they're each about five minutes long. And uh, you've watched at least one or two of those, is that yeah, right? I yeah, I watched one of them actually, and yeah, it's it's. 
it's exactly what it looks like. You know, it's it's fun, it's cute. Um, we've got you know we got the little little yeah they got the all the Kai you've got Kai you've got Liz here, um, Nubs as well. I mean you know these are the cutest kids that you could imagine. I saw the Star Wars uh, the Star Wars Reddit Nubs was like was oh, one yeah. of look the at things this guy. that everyone was look at like this guy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you gotta love Nubs here. So it's funny, my one of my really close friends, her name is actually Liz. Mm-hmm. And um, it's spelled the same way, L-O-I-S. And um, she also loves purple. <laughs> she got purple hair also in there, kind of that that same aesthetic there. And uh, she's she's a lover of creatures as well as as apparently is Liz in the in the show. So I think I found my favorite uh, character out of this um, out of this series already. So, uh, but no, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about this too. I mean as uh, as you mentioned, I think either on the last episode of the podcast or maybe on the VOD um, when we were playing the video game is, uh, yeah, this, some people, some, uh, there's a generation out there that this is their introduction to Star Wars. You know, there's going to be, you know, a little three-year-old, four-year-old maybe that, that is watching this and for the first time is introduced to the Star Wars world, you know, and that's going to be pretty cool, you know, that this is the first thing yeah. that they remember. Um, only to have their mom or their dad to say, did you like that? Well, <laughs> I've got something to show you. Disney Plus. Boom. You know, so. It, it gets even better. <laughs> it's working. So, it, you know, I think it's uh, it's very cool to see that them kind of branch out to reach out to even a younger audience in that. I mean, eventually that's going to happen with Disney. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to watch it as well. Another thing releasing tomorrow that we literally, I didn't see this until today. I think it was announced today, today being May 3rd. Uh, may have, maybe it was May 2nd. Either way, it was very recently renounced, mm-hmm. uh, announced, excuse me. And um, it's, Ro- it's Maggie from The Simpsons, Maggie Simpson in Rogue Not Quite One. Uh, so obviously, <laughs> it's a play on words on, on the Rogue One film. Uh, and literally, I think the only concept art for this at this point is this image on the screen of Maggie in this. I don't even know what kind it's of a transport it, of some sort. Yeah, yeah, almost looks like an escape pod, escape or, pod yeah. of some mm-hmm. kind, uh, being chased by dozens of Tie Fighters. And and there's actually one advanced Tie that I think this is technically the same ship that Vader flies uh, at the end of Episode Four. If I'm uh, not Tie mistaken. Interceptor, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe we get to see Darth Vader in Rogue Not One. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Other than that, not a ton of information on this show, right, yeah. but it does come out tomorrow. So uh, on Disney Plus, I believe as well. On Disney mistaken. Plus. Yeah. So yeah, streaming tomorrow. Do I watch Visions? Do I watch Young Jedi Adventures? Or do I watch Simpsons Rogue Not Quite One? Yes. I think we know which one I'm watching first. Yeah, I think I, so too as well. I think there's merit for the other two as well. <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to watch all of them. That's for mm-hmm. sure. I think I'm the most curious about this one because I, I don't understand what it is. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to go into it very inquisitively. Yeah, just to give an idea for everyone watching. I mean, we, you know, today we were getting ready for, um, we know we have like production notes and things that we get ready for the show. And then as I'm kind of scrolling through Instagram, I'm like, what is this? So then I copied it and pasted it. And I'm like, guys, we've got to figure out what this is. So we we had to talk about it real quick here. The Simpsons is now Star Wars lore. You heard it here Apparently, first. That's right. <laughs>
Imagine they make that show canonical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be crazy. Yeah. Um, kind of circling back around to the video game conversation that we touched on with Fallen Order and Survivor to start this, uh, the podcast off today. Um, lots of Star Wars is being inserted into very mainstream games and titles, um, chief of which is Fortnite. If you are not uh, a, a player of Fortnite or a fan of Fortnite, or if you've never played, uh, there are, of course, skins for the characters in Fortnite. And one of the most recently released skins is actually there's two of them there's the anakin actually there's probably more than two i think there's mm-hmm. clone troopers and stormtroopers as well uh, but the main two are anakin and padme um anakin it's kind of the episode three anakin and then padme it's kind of the episode two padme uh the the geonosis look padme if you will so um and and disney Dis- or star wars is getting their 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 claws in everywhere uh this is super cool by the way i meant to tell you i had not spent money on Fortnite since 2019. I don't think <laughs> I spent money in Fortnite this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, when you play on Fortnite and you oh, have Darth Maul, we forgot Darth about Maul, Darth Maul. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Darth Maul is there and, and then additional in clone troopers as well. When you play on Fortnite and you have friends on Fortnite. So me and Ben are friends on Fortnite. Um you can see like that they're on that they're playing, but then they have like a little like profile picture of of the skin that they're actually using at that moment and i looked at at ben's and i I saw he was online i'm like yep he bought padme you know so i knew (laughs) i knew that that was uh that was what was happening but yeah so they got some of the clone troopers on one of the more interesting clone troopers that i saw that they had is that they actually have the clone troopers with ahsoka's um yeah symbol on top of it so and even even in the game it'll say like ahsoka clone trooper or something like that that's what they're named so i'm hoping at some point we get an ahsoka skin in fortnite that would oh, be <laughs> i would spend so much money on an ahsoka skin in fortnite i would that honestly would drop be... 50 dollars on a skin if, 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 if that's how I would much too. it costed i would too so if 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 there was a like a, a three hundred level battle pass to get Ahsoka, I would grind uh, Fortnite for the for morning and night until I got that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's how the Darth Maul skin is. I think it's it, you have to grind to unlock it, don't you? Yeah. So there's like eleven thousand like galactic reputation essentially that you have to kind of unlock, and you get those through tasks and stuff like that. Um, but like right now, you can only unlock like thirty five hundred of them. So they're going in phases. So there's a oh, phase. Time you have to. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. So you had like four days to finish this this set of thirty five hundred. Then there's probably going to be another thirty five. I think the whole event itself is like two weeks long. So um, yeah. Hopefully, you don't lose access to the first phase if you haven't finished it. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how that goes, but right. no, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I guess this isn't the first collab that Star Wars has done with mm-hmm. Fortnite, but it's cool to see the continuation. Like they're still adding more skins. Uh, it's just it's just fun to open a game as universal as Fortnite is. And there's you know there's Star Wars. I mean, there's they've yeah. dipped into so many different pools, and Star Wars being yeah. one of the cooler ones, I would say. But you know they've collabed with the NFL, the NBA. So yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Fortnite knows what it's doing, and Star Wars is the uh, most recent addition to a lot of the cool new skins that that game has to offer another game that is also uh collabing with star wars is rocket league i don't i'm not a big rocket league player my brother used to play a ton of rocket league Mm. i don't know how much how big of a rocket league player you are but uh these these 
cars or vehicles that you use to kind of play what I call soccer in Rocket League um, are football. Football, excuse me, yes, <laughs> uh, are like R two D two and BBA. I think you said there's a, a C three PO one as well. C three PO one and as a K two SO type skin as well. So f- specifically focusing in on the droids for the skins mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah, there's a cool little uh, trailer too if you go look for it. But yeah, it, I mean, I haven't played a ton of Rocket League. It's pretty fun um, once you get the hang of it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, both of these uh, games we should we should mention are open, owned by Epic. So I think that helps out a lot. Um, I don't know, you know, how the licensing necessarily goes, but you know, Epic has licensing for at least Star Wars things, skins in both Rocket League and and uh, Fortnite. Hopefully, a Fall Guys one at some point. That'd be super cool. But um... <laughs> I might have to come back to Fall Guys if they have Star Wars skins. <laughs> That's right. So, but yeah, so Epic Epic is uh, really milking that license and making sure that they get uh, get all the bang for their buck there. I feel like they're doing a good job of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, kind of shifting gears again here, and this is something that you are very passionate about, I know, mm. uh, in kind of the the collectibles and the merchandise uh, sphere of yeah. Star Wars, and, and I guess probably outside of Star Wars too, right? But mainly your yeah, focus mainly is Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. Right. Right, yeah. Um, so Lots of so, new information yeah. in that realm. Yeah, yeah. So every year on May 4th, you know, it's not only Star Wars Day, but it's, you know... As you could see, things like video games and now Legos um, and all toys and figures and all this, I uh, like to you know have you know um, marketing for new newer figures, newer newer models. So the ones here for Lego actually came out uh, on May the May first for what they call VIP members. Now VIP members is just basically a program with Lego where you could kind of collect points and then based off your purchases and you know you can get some perks out of, out of those points you know so um so one of the the newer ones that they, they came out with is this ultimate collection x-wing so this is a pretty big um i forget how many pieces but it's you know thousands of pieces essentially to build this x-wing so it's a pretty big um model so i'm, I'm pretty excited to see how that's going to look um i think it does retail for like 230 dollars or something like that so it's it's a it's a beast, and it's definitely a fun thing to put together. I I would assume I'm not sure if I'm going to get it, but, but uh, it's it's definitely uh, something that, that that that's come out. Um, it's going to be available to everybody, I think, on on May the fourth tomorrow. Um, but it was available to the VIP members um as of May first, so you, they could have ordered it uh then. Um, another thing that they're doing is um for any other Star Wars, uh purchase that you get you actually get two times the points for any of the star wars um purchases that you have at lego which is and these are on lego.com these are at at lego stores not at like target or anything like that you have to be at a lego um purchase uh store to to get all of that um and this includes for the other things that they have they have some cool things if you do spend for you know if you do spend over a hundred well let's start with yeah if if you do spend over $150, $150, you'll get like this this Death Star for free, essentially. So that middle that middle uh picture there in the middle, that's what you'll get. If you spend $85 or more, you get like special coins that Lego has produced for this. You can see like it's like a Death Star little um coin that you can get as well. And if you spend $40 or more, uh you get like this mini X-Wing. So those normally like are 100 pieces, a lot smaller, but a pretty cool thing to have. So basically, if you were to 
spend all that money for the ultimate collection X-Wing that was shown earlier, which is like $230. You actually get all three of these right away. <laughs> so, which is a cool. pretty cool deal. Yeah, which is a pretty good de- deal. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, it's something fun that they do uh, every year for Lego. Um, another thing that happens a lot every year is they will release new figures um, for from Hasbro, for instance. Um, that they're the ones that produce all these figures. Uh, the new figures that are coming out, we've got Ahsoka, we've got Darth Malgus. I think Ooh. you might be a little familiar with. Um, I, I like that Darth Malgus. <laughs> one. Uh, there's a Magna Guard from the the prequels. I believe there's a Ewok. I think it's Wicked. Um, there's a fo- Phase Two Clone Trooper Chewbacca, and there's a Mando Mandalorian Din Djarin with uh, the dark saber. So I think that might be the first time we see Mando with the, the dark saber in in this form factor. The, these are the six inch um, uh, figures that they have here. There were a couple of other ones that they had. I think there was one that was the Inquisitor. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor was one as well. And I want to say there's a Luke one um, that's coming out. But yeah, so there's there's definitely a lot of hype around that for those collectibles out there, for the Lego ones, for the Hasbro ones. And uh, yeah, uh, I might be spending some money. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to keep me updated on that. I, I'm particularly interested in the Darth Malgus one. It seemed yeah, like... Yeah. Uh, Seems like a lot of those Hasbro toys really covered a range of eras too. So they that do. Was pretty neat. They certainly do. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, lots of stuff happening on May the fourth. Not just shows, but the release, the release of all these cool collectibles that that you've just gone through with us, and uh, it's just a fun time, you know, to be a Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. Like this week, I, I think I tweeted something on like Monday. I was like, "Happy Star Wars week." I don't even know yeah. if that's like a thing officially, but I was like, it's it's a thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's a thing. Absolutely. May hits and the first thing that my mind and I don't know if this is the same with you, but a lot of Star Wars fans are probably like, oh, it's Star Wars time. It's May the 4th I, coming up. I feel I feel bad for my friends who have birthdays around this time because I always forget because <laughs> I'm so focused on everything Star Wars at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it's a fair thing to be focused on. It's a, it warrants. I think so. it, it warrants and deserves a lot of attention, you know? Uh. Well, we've got lots of fun stuff coming out between Vision Season 2, Young Jedi Adventures, Simpsons Rogue Not One, and then, of course, all the merchandise and collectibles between the Lego and Hasbro toys. Uh, is that is that an appropriate way to refer to them as toys? I think, I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, okay. I, f- yeah. I could I feel like I could just see like maybe there's like somebody col- that's mad about you right now. I think. Like a collector who collects those figurines is like they're not toys. I'm <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. <laughs> um, additionally, hopefully we get some cool announcements tomorrow. I was speculating that we might get an official release date for Ahsoka. Uh, it's it's currently only confirmed to be August of 2024. So I want them to I want them to nail yeah. down a date. What would be nice if they released the trailer that they showed at celebration that none like that wasn't released to the public. Oh, you and think they might using? I, I really hope so. All I know and, is I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning. I'm gonna check Twitter, and there hopefully will be something, and I'm hopefully gonna be excited. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the 7 a.m. Uh, DM from Ben that I that I normally would never get at that time. <laughs> Joey, did you see they dropped that they're gonna do eight new movies and tip oh and fifteen God. new TV shows? I'm like, what's happening? Like, wipe my eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope we do get a, a date for Ahsoka. Uh, oh, man, the only thing left for me to to say during this pod is, I should I stay up tonight, Joey? Should I stay up tonight and watch these? I I think you're gonna. 
<clears throat> I think I'm think gonna. gonna. I, think I don't have gonna. to be in the. I don't have to be in the office tomorrow until nine. I can. I can still get you <laughs> know visions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I legitimately think I'm going to stay up. I'm probably gonna watch like two or three episodes of Visions all tonight, and then watch the rest of it tomorrow probably. But mm-hmm. man, am I excited! And uh, I hope all of you Star Wars fans out there are really excited as well. Uh, we greatly appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the Hoth Hangout podcast, a very special one, of course, uh, mainly because we welcomed on producer Gibbo. Another uh, big round of applause for, for Gibbo. Uh, if you're watching the video version of this on YouTube, comment, uh, welcome Gibbo down below on this video. We would really appreciate it. And uh, Joey, do you have anything else to say before we sign off in regards to May the 4th or whatever you'd like to discuss. Happy Star Wars Day. Happy Star Wars Day indeed. May the 4th be with you to each and every single one of you. Thanks again for listening to this version of the Hoth Hangout podcast. Remember, if you're watching the video version, you can check it out on YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. And if you're listening to the audio version, thanks for checking us out over on Spotify and Apple We appreciate each and every single one of you. Happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Take care.